There we go. We're recording. I'm Matt Hudgens. He's Dave Mulvaney, and this is Profitability MD. How are you today, Dave? I am good, Matt. How are you? I am doing quite well. Quite well. Lots going on. Good start to the year. I think. Uh, I think there's, uh, and not to mention, uh, we've had wonderful weather in Florida. It's the uh, coldest, it's going to be the coldest night of the year tonight though. And I know you're in Atlanta, so you're probably going to freeze tonight, but uh, yeah, what's coldest down there? Well, the high today is like 64, which okay. that's not that cold, but it's supposed to be about 20 degree wind chill tonight. So that means the weather's going to be just above freezing and that's, that's a little cool. So. That's cool for Florida. Yeah. I think we're getting down to like 25 or something. Which is cool. <laughs> which, is, which is cold. All right. So I had a great uh, client lunch today, uh, lunch meeting. So I thought I would uh, share some of that and we could kind of go through some of that feedback. Does that sound all right? Perfect. All right. So I'm going to share the screen with you real quick. Um, and then I'll turn it back off once I get it. But let me just show you main screen right here. So I think you can see that. I can make it a little bigger. Actually, I can go right here and make it a little bit. Oops, that's a little too big. Uh, I'll just do it. All right. So, um, yeah, there we go. So I've got something I talk to with clients, and I call it the four pillars. And I know you do something similar, so you can just describe that here in a second. But I'm going to describe it verbally because I know not everybody's watching our videos uh, as well. All right. So what I say the four pillars are you have your business. So you're a business owner. You have a business. Uh, number two, you have uh, real estate. Usually, uh, we'll come back and do at least. You have retirement and you have uh, wealth accumulation accounts. So those are the four pillars, all right? Yep. All right, so then what I say is your business funds all those pillars, all right? So your business, you go to business, we make money. The goal is to make a profit. We use that money to pay for our lifestyle family expenses. That's what I say. So you make money in your business, the first thing you want to do is take care of you and your family. That drops down and pays your lifestyle. Now, as you start to make more money, you can go fund these other three pillars, right? So you use the money from the business to go buy real estate. So typically a business owner might buy their own office building. Or I know you're big into real estate, so you might buy an income producing property, a rental house, and a, a, a different office building, not your own office building. So you would use the money from the business to fund that real estate, right? Then you'd also use the business money to fund your retirement. I think everybody should have a retirement account, a 401k, you can do a defined benefit plan. There's a really creative tax saving way. We get to save money pre-tax. So we're accumulating wealth. It's all yeah. about, you know, and I'm expanding on that, of course, is taking, instead of taking all of your money and putting it into a 401k, I always recommend dividing that, put some in a self-directed IRA, and then you direct it back into real estate. Exactly right. So they feed on themselves. Right. And the final one is what I call the wealth accumulation account. So that's pillar four. And that's basically where you accumulate your wealth. You got other cash sitting around. That's where we put it in your wealth accumulation account. You invest that over time. You can get it at any time. You've already paid taxes on it. You can borrow against it at any time. So what ends up happening is you create this business and it funds your lifestyle. And then it buys a piece of real estate or several pieces of real estate. It provides for your future retirement by a retirement account, which is tax-free stuff, and it has wealth accumulation account. So as you get towards retirement, I always say, nobody's going to come along and offer you $10 million in your business. But you can easily accumulate $10 million over the life of your business by putting the four pillars into action. 
Okay, this is kind of my wealth building system, let's call it. Okay? Okay. So it was interesting. I was talking to one of my clients today. He's done matter, engineer, makes, uh, anyway, doesn't matter what he does. So we were going through this over the four pillars before, and we were kind of reviewing 2018, talking about 2019, and he had a pretty good year. He's talking about 2019. We go through these four pillars again and where they fit. And his epiphany, which I thought was an interesting epiphany, was, gosh, it doesn't matter if my business is, you know, a million dollars, $5 million, $10 million. What matters is if my four pillars is working. And I said, what do you mean by that? He said, well, if the four pillars is working, if the business is creating cash flow for my lifestyle and then it's providing cash flow to buy, he owns his office building. If it's providing cash flow to fund the retirement account, he's got a 401k. And if it's funding my wealth accumulation account, it doesn't matter if it's a $1 million business, $5 million, $10 million business. It just matters. Instead of me thinking about, he was saying, instead of me worrying about my business going from six to $10 million, what that really would mean would just be the four pillars are working even better. There'd be more money going to lifestyle, more money to go in real estate, more money to go to retirement, more money to go in my population. So he's like, I should focus on the four pillars working as opposed to, do I want a $5 million, $10 million, $20 million business? So he's exactly. like, yeah, so he's like, it's already working as it is, whatever size business he has, whatever size business you have or I have. It's already working. Now we just want to do more of it by making more money in the business. And the, and the way it's, I like the way you've, you've laid this out because it, it simplifies what most, realistically, Matt, what most business owners never even consider. They consider their business as like the whole I guess you'd say the end all be all. Yes. End all be all. They yeah. don't, they don't look at it like, okay. Um, as we, as I mentioned in the last podcast that we did, um, was that even, um, Jeff Bezos says every business has a life. Right. Um, and I made mention of, of Sears, um, you know, basically now this week they're going to liquidate. Okay. Right. So here's a very successful company that if they had, it doesn't matter the size, like your client said, doesn't matter the size. If they had focused on the other three pillars, yes, the business might have gone away, but what would have happened is the income from the other three pillars would allow them to reinvest into a new first pillar. Oh, that is exactly right. And so that's kind of how I pitch this is business owners don't count on selling your business. Nobody's going to come along and offer you money to buy your business. They actually buy your business with your own cash flow from the business. There's no magic genie that has 10 million bucks and he just hands you the money. What's he really doing is he's borrowing money from somebody. He's going to pay it back from the cash flow from the business. So, so if you have the four pillars in place, just like you said, where we don't have to count on the sale, the sale of the business will be a bonus, right? If I've done my job during the life of my business and I've accumulated some real estate and some retirement and some wealth accumulation, I've got enough money to retire or take care of me and my family and the business would just be green. Just be a bonus. Or in your version, the business goes bankrupt, but as long as we were uh, funding the real estate and retirement wealth accumulation, I could go start a new business and start the four pillars over with a new business. Yeah. And so that's, that is, you know, and it's funny that we were talking about this today because it's what I spoke about this morning at davidmulvaney.com was, um, the, the headline, I guess you'd say, was how to hedge against 
the next market downturn. And what I was, I mean, of course, everybody knows most people's 401k and investment accounts dropped 10% in the last 60 days. Right. Um, and so is, you know, what caused the drop, you know, and I, you know, really history teaches us what the future always looks like, especially with finances. And um, well, number one, the fed has raised rates and uh, but from 2000, I, I want to go back because of what you're talking about here to explain the scenario in more in depth. So from 2003 to 2006, the fed raised rates continuously in that three year period of time. In August of 2007, the economy crashed. And so um, now whether or not that was the biggest of all time, I mean, it, we probably think it is, but it was also the biggest buyout, you know, all that stuff. But we're not talking about that. But, but historically, whenever the Fed raises rates for three consecutive years, the market crashes, not inside of a, the decade that that occurs. Well, not so, a crash, it corrects. It's well, correct. sometimes a crash, a crash is actually when you look at the different uh, not correct, but a crash. A crash is, um, I believe, um, in excess of 15 points lasting less than 60 days. Um, so, I mean, there's well, not a crash. I'm talking about a 100-year flood and all that kind of stuff. Because the point is you never lose money in the market if you stayed invested because it all recovered. Has anybody ever lost money in the market? The answer is no. Because if you kept all your investments from 2008, you're up 333%. Now, if you sold it, which 27% of Americans did, they lost money. Sure. But had they left all their investments, they would have been up 333%. So provided they were in the right things. <laughs> I call them, well, the market, right? The market, yeah. not individual uh, so, stocks. But right. uh, regardless, it's, it's, does this mean a crash is coming? And the answer, or if you even want to call, I mean, a corrections always come. Those are smaller. Crashes are bigger. And then of course, then you have um, long sustained, um, and then, of course, it goes into depression. Well, well, recession. Are you talking about a recession? Is that what you? Yeah, mean? but I mean, I'm I'm just kind of talking in an overall generalized picture. Okay. So the answer, like, is a crash coming? Well, of course, there's always one coming. In sometime in the future, coming. right? There's always a recession. Yes. Yeah, a weatherman can easily predict that rain is coming sometime in the future. Uh, when the, when it gets closer, he's going to predict it much more accurately. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, but. It's not so much that this is a perfect example of, okay, so there's a crash coming. Do you have to panic? Not if your business is set up properly, meaning you have um, a constant flow of incoming pre-qualified leads. Um, and then you have the other three pillars. If you've got those things and you're seeking out uh, mentors, coaches, knowledge, reading books. I, I read that uh, Warren Buffett reads as many as uh, uh, two to 500 books a year. Um, that's unbelievable. But, <laughs> that is a lot of but, but look at the wealth accumulation side. So he's always learning. And that's the point here is the you got, it, it doesn't matter if a crash comes because if you're, this is diversification right here. This is right. right. Um, this is all about owning assets that accumulate wealth that increase your income, et cetera. So it's a perfect scenario. So, yes, exactly. Right. I totally agree that, that you can be prepared and weather any storm as long as you got the four pillars, because at any one time, one of the pillars may or may not be performing well, but you've always got reserves. So my other scenario here is 
is let's say let's say the economy goes into recession in your business and you need cash flow from your business. See, in this scenario, where would we get money from? Any of the four pillars. We might borrow money, right, from the business to reinvest in the business. We might borrow money from our real estate, right, refinance our real estate to put money back in the business. We might borrow from your retirement account. I don't ever recommend that, but you could, right? You might borrow or take cash out of your wealth accumulation account to put back in your business. But because you had the four pillars built, whenever you need cash, you have four resources to take the cash from the business, the real estate, retirement, or the wealth accumulation account. So you're ready to weather the storm, to rebuild the business, to reinvest in the business, to grow the business during a recession. Precisely. And that's the, uh, you know, so the four, the four pillars, um, I'm going to play devil's advocate, not devil's yeah. advocate, yeah, yeah. probably the wrong word. So Matt, when, for anybody who will be watching this, when was the best time for them to start doing this? Always, you know, that's what's the old Chinese proverb. The best time to, to uh, plant an oak tree was 20 years ago. Uh, the best, the next best time is today. Right. So right. that's, that's the point is that <laughs> what's the next best time right now, right? Right now. Exactly right. That, that you can't just think of your business as one thing, the business providing your lifestyle income. And I put all my money back in my business. That's a success, I'm sorry, a formula for a crash, right? Because eventually, like you said, the life cycle of business eventually peaks and valleys, ups and downs, life cycles in. So you need to be making, you know, hay while you can make hay and take that money and put it in the other pillars. Yep. And that's, so that's excellent. And that's where um, I think, you know, both of us are kind of, when we, when we talk to, clients and this is probably why Matt I've really I'm really targeting more when I say targeting um, when you really need to be micro specific when it comes to who your ideal client is because I know that um, just because I could help somebody who is two years in business and they're doing two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year doesn't mean that it would be in my best interest or theirs for me to help them Right. Because they don't understand, number one, the stuff that, that you go through to try to build a business, to <laughs> even get it past a million dollars. And then to be in that. So my ideal client is at least earning 800000 or grossing 800000 in business or more. I, a perfect would be between about one and a half and two and a half million. Um, they're not a complainer. They're not a whiner. They're very driven when uh, they see mistakes in their business. They're not pointing fingers. They're, they're really, they look at themselves and say, I can improve this. I can do this. Uh, so they're not beating themselves up and they have their failures and they get back up. But um, knowing that, that that's the target, this is the type of thing that, that makes them, you know, they under people understand, Oh, okay. I don't have the real estate part of this. We've got the retirement. We don't have any wealth accumulation. Right. So, right. We're missing, basically, we're missing two pillars. Right. And the retirement account, look what happened in 07, 07, 08, and 09. Yep. Uh, people lost lots of money. And it, like you said, nobody ever historically lost money. I don't necessarily, um, if you were retired, like my in-laws were retired at the time, half of their retirement account went away in those three years. Yeah, and, but it came back three years later. We'll, we'll yes. discuss that another time. So like 
You're taking yeah. money out of account. I understand what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Well, yeah, they live off their retirement. So when half of that goes away, their interest is no longer the same. So they, since they live off their interest every year, well, now they're in a position where they had to take a cut and pay. So that, but they didn't have the other pillars. That's the point. If you're That's stuck in one without the other pillars, you're, you're, so let's say your retirement account tanks. If you've got a business that's generating cash flow, so be it. So be it. Well, what's really funny about this model, I'm talking about the four pillars, is it works for anybody. Uh, and what I mean was, let's say you're just a consultant, you know, a high-paid consultant, making enough money. You got to make more money than you're spending, right? That's the definition of a successful business in my mind, and, and probably in, you know our ideal clients, right? You got to make more than you're spending, or the goal is to make more than you spend. Otherwise, it's just a job right? Yes. But you could be a consultant, a real estate agent, a, a contractor, a franchisee. I got a new guy up here who owns 10 franchises. It's a pretty big guy, right? That's a pretty big guy. Sure, sure. But you could even be the one-man shop. You know, you got a one-man shop. You make X amount, you're clearing $500,000. Gosh, you're living off of one hundred and fifty. Well, we need to put some money into real estate. We need to put some money into a retirement account. We need to put some money into wealth accumulation. You don't have to do it all at once. You might I believe in paying the few amount of taxes as you can. So maybe you put as much as you can in a retirement account first. Gosh, you've got 401ks, SEP accounts, solos, defined benefit plans where you can get a tremendous amount of money pre-tax without having to pay any tax on it and savings, right? And then you add the real estate. Right, I really do think that people should take full advantage of, you know, fully funding their IRA, their Roth IRA, 401k type of thing, especially if there's a match. Right. Uh, the advantage in real estate is the, the big one is leverage. Well, exactly right. And, and that would be a great point would be, okay, let's, let's, if I'm a consultant, a contractor and I'm, I'm making more money than I can spend, let's put a retirement plan and pre-tax and let's just buy a piece of real estate because the depreciation itself, you know that, it, it, it provides the tax benefit because of the leveraged depreciation effect, I should say. Yeah. So it, the model works no matter if you're small or large, the matter is, is do you have excess cash flow or do you want to generate excess cash flow? Which the answer is as a business owner, we should all, generate excess cash flow because if not, it's just a job. I just have enough money to pay for my living expenses. Gosh, that's a job by definition. So I think, man, what, what, you know, what do you think? I guess you, I guess my question would be, what is the biggest obstacle um, that you think stands between you and your ideal client when it comes to the four pillars? I mean, you, you, you undoubtedly have a solution for them, but what, what's the biggest obstacle you think stopping you from getting those ideal clients? So, no, I think it's a great, I, I, this is a great example of you don't know what you don't know, right? You don't, I've, you never thought about it in this way, right? You, you've thought about real estate before, you've thought about retirement, you don't, you never even heard of a wealth accumulation account before, right? Um, so, so most people do, they think of the business, they most entrepreneurs have a business, they provide their lifestyle, they put all the money back in the business, and then, you know, uh, they need some more money, uh, I'll just take some more out of the business. That, that they don't know what they don't know. And, and you're, you know, that's, when you talk about, I like what your strategy is, is that we, you know, let's do the business and pay off your debt and then do real estate and other, the other pillars. So, so the biggest weakness is you don't know what you don't know. I bet nobody has thought of this in this manner, in this concept. I've never heard of that or seen that or never thought of that before. That would be the conversation that we had with this. This guy's been a client of mine for, for a while now. So he's heard it before, but he needed to rehear it. Right. But when we talked about it the first time, he had never heard of it. 
talked to my new client last month. He'd never heard of the four pillars, never thought of it that way. Right. So yeah. it's a case of, I don't know what I don't know. I like, you, you know, your version of this is business pay off the debt and then uh, cash flow producing assets, real estate and another business. And right? other businesses. Yeah. Certain and other businesses. Right. And it's really the same thing though. It um, is the same thing. Uh, when I say the same thing, it's not it, what, what we address in there is you've got to isolate profit profits. That's for owners. So see a lot of owners don't, they don't participate. They're in business, but they take whatever's left, whatever crumbs are left. That's what they get paid. It's not the way business was supposed to be. So um, we want them to take profits on every single, every time money comes in, isolate profits. Now, then you have the way, different ways you want to divide those. That's up to the business owner, but we typically say 25% for the owners, owner or owners, then uh, 25% to 50% in debt reduction and 25% in reserve. The reserve meaning wealth accumulation. There you go. And that reserve account is going to continue to grow for A, emergencies, rough times, downturns, but then it's going to go in and allow you to purchase the real estate um, where you should be funding your retirement accounts is out of your personal income. The, 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 the paycheck you get from your business. Right. So, um, and maybe some of the, the, the profit sharing that the company's given you as well. Um, but that's, you know, those are, those are all things that fall into the four pillars and it's a great analogy, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I just drew that little red line over there that says you take the cash flow from the business and, reinvest it back in the business or buy another business to add on, like you're saying, buying your competitors. So I can have that little red line on there too. That you take cash well, the, business to reinvest. Yeah. The, the, uh, um, what ends up happening, I think is you add a fifth pillar to this, because um, yeah. you would become the fifth pillar okay. uh, when all of this is accumulated because you would only own business. Business would become plural. You'd own businesses. <laughs> right. Right but you would not run those businesses. You would simply oversee them. And so it, it would technically become a fifth pillar is you, um, you know, just saying this is, this is how I handle my wealth and I assign my wealth to go make me money. Right. Um, I would draw it this way. I'd put yourself down here like this and then all these pillars. Oops. Let me get fun, fun, the lifestyle here. Watch me do it. So I take the business and it's going to go over here and feed me. we got my real estate coming down here and feeding me. I got my retirement account feeding me and I got my wealth accumulation account. That's what you're saying. So now, now you're here, you're this red box. There's the individual and he owns a business, which gives him money. Real estate gives him money. Retirement accounts will give him money. Wealth accumulation accounts. Give him money. Perfect. And then you can add other businesses. So plural. Yep. Yeah. That'd be pretty good. I like that. Well, good. I like that. Anyway, good concept. Um, and like I said, it's just like yours. I think yours goes, you believe in, like you said, what do you say when you got uh, money, you want to pay 50% or X percent well, pay off debt? You like to pay off debt. Yeah, it's up to the business owner. But typically I say you, you isolate a certain amount of your profits, whether that's 1%, 2%, 3%, but it comes out off the top. Yep. That's the a first concept. I want to get that number to 10 or 15 of your 10 or 15%. But initially, whatever, some people can't do it. You know, they they're, they don't even view it this way. But <laughs> right. you get to a point where you're hitting 10% of your profit, every sale, isolate that in an account you can't touch. Then divide that up. 25 for the owners, 
25 for um, reserves and then 50% until the debt is eliminated. Then you can run 50-50 and start investing in the other three pillars to accumulate wealth and then uh, buy additional, you know, wealth accumulate, basically uh, cash flowing assets. That's right. That's perfect. It's a different version, but it's very, but very much the same. I totally agree. So the four pillars, the four pillars I say, business, real estate is another pillar, your retirement, and then the wealth accumulation. And you take the money from the business to fund your lifestyle and the money from the business to purchase real estate, to fund a retirement and to fund your wealth accumulation. Perfect. Pretty good stuff. All right, man. Uh, until next time, we will do it again. All right, man. You can find oh, yeah, find you. Uh, How are you going to find you? Yeah, you got your launch you were mentioning. Uh, well, you can uh, find me at davidmulvaney.com. I've got a new product on there called the, uh, the One Week Time Miracle. Um, most people struggle with time management. Um, there is no such thing as time management. We are all given the same 8,760 hours in a year and um, same 24 hours in a day, but we can control uh, pieces of our time during the day and get the major stuff done that we need to get done. That's how you be more productive. And when you do that, you get more done in less time and you make more money because you're more productive. So that's what it's all about. It's a five day course, about 10 minutes a day. So it's not hard. You can find it right on the homepage at davidmulvaney.com. Perfect. And you can find me and some of my stuff on 10xprofitblueprint.com, 10xprofitblueprint.com. Three biggest mistakes business owners make. Uh, Everything you ever heard about marketing is a lie, all that kind of stuff. So that's kind of fun. All right, man. Until next time. Okay, man. We'll See talk you. soon.